0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Graph TV. Tonight, we have another legendary figure in studio. A killer from the early 2000s who resurrected his infamous name. You can see him up all over Los Angeles, the streets, the freeways, and billboards. An MVP career that spans over 20 years. Ladies and gentlemen, a Los Angeles Hall of Famer the notorious Caltrans killer, the one and only Dr. One. Yes. Hey, Dr. One, it's great to finally meet you, man. How are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. We always like starting our interviews from the very beginning, man. So with that being said, who are your parents and where are they from? My parents,
1: they're from Juarez, Mexico. But they were here since a young age, like at 2 years old and 13. And they grew up more American than Mexican. And, um, yeah, we grew up in East LA. Do you know how they met? Uh, I think my dad seen my mom walking to school, and he just got at her, and they came over here after. Can you describe what type of people they are? They're chill. Um, growing up, we're kinda had like, we kind of ran the streets on our own. They were there, but at the same time they weren't. So we kind of just did what we
0: we wanted. Where were you born? I was born in Isale. How long did you live there, or did were you raised there as well? Yeah,
1: I lived there um, pretty much all my life. I lived in Texas for like two years at a young age, um, but pretty much just Isale. Do you come from a big family? My dad's side is big, but um, as far as how I grew up, it's just my brother, and my two sisters, my mom, and dad. And, like my cousins just like lived in texas colorado
0: but what was growing up in east l.a like in those early days as a kid or yes as a kid as a young kid uh it was cool just a lot, a lot of other kids
1: on the street too just like sometimes we'll be like 30 deep on the block just playing kick the can or playing basketball what area like, of east l.a did you grow up in uh
0: by the 710 or the five as a young kid before graffiti Uh, What were you like? What hobbies were you into? Um, Honestly, I can't remember. Um, Were were you a troublemaker as a kid? A good kid? Nah, I was real calm. Still calm. When was the first time you remember noticing graffiti on the streets? Before you wrote, but just noticed it in passing. Do you remember? Probably at nine, ten years
1: old. My brother started writing. He was like two years older than me. What did he write? In the beginning, I don't remember I remember more when I started writing, which was like in 95, I started going to school with him. He was in the eighth grade, I was in the sixth grade, and when I entered the sixth grade, he was already writing. He had his own little crew right there, and um, yeah, I just kind of fell into it right there, got into it cause he, because of him.
0: Do you notice that he's writing accidentally? Does he tell you and encourage you to start your own writing career, or what happens? Now, when I was nine, they would go around the block to go
1: tagging, like, a few kids, like, part of that, that group of 30. There were probably 10 of them that started writing, and they would go around the block to tag, and, like, the rest of them would just keep playing. And then, um, I didn't get to, like, to junior high when I started really noticing, like, just, like, everything opened up to me. Like, everything on the, on the street just opened up. I just started noticing everything. Who were these early writers that you would see in your neighborhood? Uh... Can you name school- a few? Yeah, yeah, I was going to school in um, South Central. I stood in East LA, but I was going to school in South Central as a magnet program. So we'll bus it out there from, we'll drive to Boyle Heights, catch a bus right there and then head to South Central. But like, uh, just from East LA to Boyle Heights, like, I'll see, um, those are, like, the ones I noticed the most was like some um, Duke Gray from DFW and Spare from DFW. Mm. Those were the, the two main ones that, and then like, there was Solo and then like, just a bunch of other names that I wrote with them. But, and then, like, on the way to school, like, we'll be on the, like, I don't, I don't even know what freeway is, actually, like, probably the 10, the 101.
0: And, um, I was just able to see, like, a bunch of stuff, like, on that route. What were your, your initial thoughts on graffiti? Do you remember? Um, uh, just a little sketchy
1: about it, like, when my brother would take off around the block, i am like, damn, like, what, what are you gonna do? Like, like, why are you doing that? And stuff like that. But I didn't look down on it or anything like that, just, like, a little sketch about it. How long after
0: seeing your brother write do you get involved in graffiti yourself? probably, like, two years later. What attracts you to it at that time when you think it's sketchy, but then you get into it yourself? Like, once I um, hit the sixth grade, which is junior high, I, like, he
1: had his own little crew, he had his, like, group of friends, and I just started rolling with them and, like, just started liking it, you know? I remember catching my first tag right there in school. They took me to the restroom, gave me a marker, I just, I just wrote. And they're like, oh, yeah, he could write. Like, I was like, I, I just wrote,
0: you know what mean? Like, just my name, and that was it. They're like, all right, does your brother or your brother's friends mention some of the rules of graffiti to you? And uh, what are those rules that they teach you? Honestly, they didn't. We are just like, um,
1: they, did, they, they were about writing, but it was, was kind of like, we we're kids, but it was like kind of like tag banging a little bit. But within school, with the other little crews right there. But um, they didn't really teach me nothing. I just like, just not to rank it. Um,
0: if someone wants to get down with you, get down with them. Stuff like that. In the late 90s, you attend John Muir Junior High School on Vermont and Slauson. Yeah. Was this where you spread your wings out more and began your graffiti career, when you really got into it? No, I was still learning. I was
1: just like, um, I think like, I was learning. in like, sixth grade, I was just learning, like, um, just following what my brother was doing. And then when he left, because he was in eighth grade, like, I just started, like, I felt like my tags were getting like, a little more flowing, a little more better. They weren't that good, but they were like. It just felt more comfortable. But um, I probably started my. I felt like I started making um, getting noticed when I hit high school. Mm. But junior high I was just like learning and just just getting into trouble, tagging,
0: getting caught right there. In this but, junior high er- era, are you hitting up Thus, T H U S? Was that your first name? I, I was, um,
1: but that wasn't my first name. I had a lot of names. I went through like a bunch of them in the sixth grade, but Thus was one one of them that went like into seventh. And um, there was like a, a lot
0: of them. Like every week, I would change it, like just trying to figure it out. Besides Doctor One, what was your second most uh, used name? Do you remember? Probably Thus. Thus. How do you get that name? I heard a song. I, I thought it said that, but it, it, I don't think it even said that.
1: But when I heard it, it said Thus, and I just started writing it. What other names besides Thus do you try out? Oh shit! Spray. Um there was a bunch of them just like every week I was just changing them just like, trying to
0: figure it out let's go back to talk about your first tag um, can you walk us through what happens again um, back then like those little
1: crew they were like tag banging like, they'll jump you in to the little crew so we, I get jumped in we go to lunch and um, they tell my brother oh this food just got in like, he already knew but they just told him like yo we got him in and they're, and they're like I don't even know what kid he's like oh here's a marker go re- tag in the restroom all right, let's go. What kind of marker do they give you? It was like a marks a lot, just like a regular marker, a little black marker. Just like probably like four or five of us went to the restroom. I just caught a spot, like a little roll call, and then that was about it. For how long
0: do you write the name thus? Probably like the middle of sixth grade into seventh grade. Do you ever get caught writing thus in school? I didn't get caught with, uh, not I never caught caught um, writing my name, no. Why do you eventually stop writing thus? What happens? Uh, I came up with, with, with a doctor. Nice. Like, yeah. All right. Uh, sticking with junior high, what other writers are you hanging out with at this time? Just your brother's crew? Are there other known crews in school? Yeah, pretty much just my brother's crew. And then, um,
1: like everyone was from it. There were like three crews maybe back then. And like, we're like the majority. And we're just right there, like just deep. Who were... The Remaining Lunatics. That's a TRL. That's from, um... That was during, during junior high, too. Like, um... It was funny, because I was in junior high. We, we started... There was a, um, a few crews in East L.A. with those kids I grew up with. And, um... Like, we'll, we'll rep TRL, like, on the street. And then when we're at school, we're repping that other crew. Mm. So we'll go back, back and forth, kind of. Who were your fellow TRL members?
0: Do you remember some of their names?
1: Yeah, um... My homie Armor, he's still like, like on the same block as me. FaZe. Um, uh, what else was there? Uh, some Dude Habit.
0: Um, there's a few of us, but those are what I remember. At this time in junior high, were you also part of a crew called T.O.K.?
1: Yeah, I got in after um, TRL. While, while I was in both of them at the same time, but T.O.K.
0: What did T.O.K. stand for? The Only Kings. Why did you decide to join T-O-K? Uh, they were all cool. Just
1: went to school with them. We hung out during lunch. And the food were like, um... The were about writing, too. So I just got in. What was your brother's crew's name? Back then, it was uh, YBD. It was uh, Young But Dangerous. Why does that crew die out eventually? I mean, right there in junior high, um, it will be like, um a crew, and that crew would leave, like, whoever was running that crew, and then,
0: like, whoever was, like, the eighth grader now has their own crew, mm-hmm. and it will start up at like that. Back to T.O.K. T.O.K. was a notorious crew in those days, and it said they forced other riders to drop their crews. Would you agree? Can you talk about that? Uh, I don't
1: remember that. Um, we'll go at it with a few people, but, like, we wouldn't try to force anyone, We just we had beef. How do you join T.O.K.? What happens? Just hanging out with them, and um,
0: we just end up get, I just end up getting in. I'm always with them, that's why. How big does T.O.K. eventually get? How many members were in it during its heyday? Damn. Uh, I remember. I know there were a few of them that would put in work, and there other dudes that would
1: hang around with, and there was like a bunch of other dudes that were like probably from school, but wouldn't really go
0: riding or anything like that. But I don't, know how many, I don't remember how many people were from it. During this time, what other crews and writers do you remember from John Muir High School? From John Muir? Yes, were there any notable superstars that eventually emerged from there? Nah, no, none, none of them. I remember no one. It seems in this era, you were up all around school. Handrails, doors, walls. Um, how were you so prolific and not get caught in school? I never got caught like red-handed, but
1: um, I know a few people told on me. And like, I remember I remember, had um, I think it was a sixth grade, like half of the semester we had to do nutrition and lunch in a classroom. Like, but it was all like my homies, like probably 13 of us right there. But we had to go get our lunch and then come back to class. It was within the maintenance program, I guess. The, the maintenance coordinator didn't want to put us on blast with the principal of the school, so we, we just had to do that so, as detention, I guess.
0: Most of your spots were streaks, unis, and acrylics. How would you get your supplies in those days? Damn. Um,
1: how would I get them? Would you steal them?
0: Uh, your friends hook you up?
1: Yeah, friends will hook me up. Um, I wouldn't really steal them back then, like in junior high. There was a store in Huntington Park called, um, I think, Lunatics? And then turn into Mainline. I'll go there for streaks and stuff like that. Catch a bus at 108 down Slauson.
0: In your career, have you ever stolen supplies? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Have you ever been caught stealing supplies?
1: No, I never got caught. Like, I got caught taking them, and like don't um, ever just like give, get, I'd give them back and take off. They wouldn't call the cops or anything like that. But by the cops,
0: never. What was your strategy in stealing your supplies? What would you do? How would you get it done? Which sh- um, going there with shopping carts? I did like a few times only. I wasn't really like, too big
1: on that, but going with shopping carts, take some paint, other stuff we could return,
0: and uh, stuff like that. As you're coming up in graffiti, does anyone teach you how to write or help you improve? Not really. I just, uh, just all that, everything I learned, like, kind of just watching what everyone else was doing on the street. Do you practice at home on black books? Is your practice routine on the streets uh, and testing things out? How do you practice? To get like my tag, I would practice at home like, on paper,
1: but like, when I would go painting or like bombing, I would just practice like on, on the yard or the street, wherever I'm going.
0: Going back to your early school days, do you remember any fights you got into at John Muir? At John Muir? Yes. Uh, yeah, a couple of them. Were these fights because of graffiti? Nah, personal stuff? Just personal stuff? Just
1: someone looking at me the wrong way or rubbing me rubbing the wrong way?
0: Now, uh, this... This, um, this era of the mid-90s as you're coming up were kind of the dying days of the tag-banging era. Your crews that you were in, would you consider them as tag-banging crews? Kind of. A, we're all little kids. We're like 11, 12 years old. Like, we weren't we really doing much. Just tagging within school. That was about it. How would you dress back then? Uh, wh- what was the style? We hear that back then crews had their names on their hats. Uh, their names on their belt buckles. Uh, were, you, were you part of that era? No, I wasn't. I didn't do that. I would, I would dress like,
1: kind of like a gangbanger. banger. Like, I had solos, big pants, flannels, stuff like that. Would you also shave your head? That was pretty big back then. Back then, in sixth grade, I had long hair, and then but like in,
0: in high school, I started shaving my head. Now, back to the tag banging. How would you define tag banging? You said you were little kids, but yeah. kind of tag banging why do you say that you guys were up-and-coming kind of tag bangers?
1: Because it wasn't really about graffiti. It was about, like, well about writing, but more about like
0: just the beef, just trying to fight or stuff like that. In those days, you mentioned writers were getting jumped into crews. Yeah. Um, what, was the, what was the process? Did, did you get jumped into your crews? Do they jump you in for 13 seconds? What exactly do multiple people jump you in? What, what happens? I think there's only
1: one crew that crew YBD, but um, I don't know how many seconds. It was a few seconds, and um, it's just that like that was their way of getting someone in. YBD, that was your brother's crew, correct? Yeah, I think it was someone else's, but like they took off to high school,
0: and then he took over and continued it. And yeah, why it does a- your brother's crew jump you in, but the other two crews you join let you in in high school? Yeah, in junior high. T O K and uh, no T O K is from high school. Oh, okay, I yeah, see. Yes, it's high school. Yeah, I see. Now, how was beef settled back then in those tag-banging eras? Would you jump people? Would you fight one-on-one, or would you battle other crews? Do you remember that? Like again, like
1: for the junior high, it was like within school. So like, if you had beef with someone, you just get down with them. You'd be slashing them in school. Like, I wouldn't see no one really up outside of school. Maybe around like just the. The perimeter
0: of the school, but that's about it. Would riders carry weapons in those days? Yeah, they would. Yeah. What kind of weapons? Can you name a few? All I see was like knives, maybe like little bats and stuff like that. Do you ever get a gun pulled out on you in those days? In Can you talk high? about that? Yes. Uh, During I mean, the tag banging era in general.
1: In junior high, like I was like yeah, like 12 years old, but it was in um in Boyle Heights. I was on the street though. I was catching spots. Like I would leave it early in the morning. That, that's why I, like, before it was my favorite time to go like early in the morning like 3.30 in the morning take out from my house and I was on the way back and um he some dude fucking put a gun on me and, and robbed me uh. and I was like I was like 12 this dude was older I was like damn like
0: he just what was, did like, he say to
1: you? he was actually for a um, bus change at first mm. and, I, and I seen him and then I passed him and I keep walking and then I see him again ahead of me I was like what the fuck so I guess he put it in his car or something and went around the block and then he jam, jammed me up. And I guess I had my unis and they were like changing. And he goes, like, oh, let me get that change with his gun. I was like, fuck, like it's not changing shit. Like, what is it? Like markers. Like, oh, you're a tiger and shit. I'm like, yup. And I fucking um Yeah, he took my markers and shit. I was like, fuck, Damn. that was
0: that's all I had really and shit. The markers. Man. Yeah. Um, you yourself, after this incident, do you start to carry a weapon or even a gun? Uh I was always carrying a knife, like, not at that
1: time, but probably like in high school. But after that, like, it didn't really phase me. I just, went, I just went home to my brother, and they're like, oh, yeah, I just got to be more careful, you know? Like, like, all right, that was it. It
0: wasn't too big of a deal. Going out at 3 a.m., do you sneak out of your house? Do you walk out of your house? Do your parents notice you're gone? Yeah, I would sneak out. Everyone um, will be asleep, and I'll try to get back, like, before everyone wakes up. How would you sneak out? Through a window, through the door?
1: Through the back door. And then I'll go to the backyard, to the back fence. Do you ever get caught sneaking out? I think I did. Like, when I was coming back, they were, like, up pretty early. Like, at 6 in the morning. It was on a weekend. And uh, I, when I was walking, I seen them um, from the corner of my eye. So I just stood back and just waited, like, for a couple of hours till they went inside.
0: But they never told me nothing, so I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, going back to TRL and TOK, did you drop those crews or do they die out? What happens to those crews eventually? Uh,
1: TRL. I think I just um, got out. I think it's still around too, TRL. And then TOK just like, after high school, like these guys were writing, like, there were like three of them that were really like bombing and stuff like that, and they just stopped like after high school, and then like I was still writing it for a while, like probably a couple of years, and I just decided just, like, to move on.
0: Now, let's move on ahead to your high school days a little bit. After junior high, which school do you attend? Garfield High School. Garfield. Yeah. Where's Garfield located? Isale. Around what year is this? Do you remember that, that era? Uh, like in the 97, 98 maybe? Do you go to Garfield all four years? Now for the 9th and 10th grade. What name are you writing when you hit Garfield? I already have Doctor. Are you in a crew when you hit high school, or are you a winner again? Not from um, TRL. Like during high school, I was from TRL to OK. Does anyone from your old junior high come to Garfield with you and, and continue those crews, or are you on your own again? Yeah, I'm, I'm on my own. What crews are in Garfield at that time that you notice? Ah, uh, shit. Um... It was, uh, TRL, TOK. Honestly, I can't remember none of them, like, at all. Was this still in the, when you hit high school, is this still kind of the tag-banging era, or is it dying off and transitioning to something else? It's
1: a little bit tag-banging, like, same thing, just getting in fights and stuff like that. I don't know, I don't know if that's tag-banging, but, um, there was no shootings or anything like that, just, like, fights. When you do hit Garfield, do you get into
0: any fights there? Uh, nah. How would your friends describe you in, those, in your high school days? In my high school days? Damn, I wouldn't know. Um. Schoolboy, troublemaker, only into graph.
1: The first year, probably a like schoolboy, because I wouldn't want to ditch or anything like that. And then um, that's about it. But yeah, that and, and graph, yeah. What finally, when do you finally start to ditch? What happens? If I in 10th grade and I would like... um. I just gave in, I guess, it started taking off, and then it was pretty easy. Just How would you ditch school in those days? Jump a gate, walk through the front door, not even go to school? No, I would just hop the fence. I'll I try to make it a second period, because if you, if you miss second, which is homeroom, they'll call your house. But if you go to second, then, then they never call. When you were ditching, would you go out riding, partying? What was the routine? Yeah, we'd we'll go riding, hang out, catch a buzz somewhere,
0: and just tag. In high school, were you regularly sneaking out of your house back then to go writing and make it a mission, yeah. or would you just whenever, whenever you walk? Usually, in, every weekend. I'll, that's every what week out. weekend. Yeah. At
1: least like a day out of the weekend.
0: Do you ever get busted at Garfield High School for writing? No. Would you write in school at Garfield? No, I wouldn't. No. That's Why I not? Learned. I
1: learned my lesson like in junior high because I was writing in school. And I just it kind of went overboard and which got me caught up. They never caught me, but they knew what I was doing.
0: In these junior high and high school days, do your parents ever catch on to what you're up to? Your writing, your underground writing career? Yeah, I think they do, yeah. What happens? How do they catch you?
1: What, what tips them off? Yeah, I was getting set up to sneak out in the morning. So I, I was um, putting my backpack like outside the fence and it's full of cans. And um, they found it, and I was like, oh, it's one, you know, it's my friends. But, you know, they didn't believe it. And like, they just, like, kind of, they
0: took it. And I was like, damn, like, but for sure they knew. Do your parents get mad at you? Do they, do they punish you? Do they? No, nah, they just talk to me. Like, like, what am I doing? And you're in trouble, stuff like that. What goes through your mind? Do you ever consider quitting then? No, at that time, not at all. Nothing. How old are you, you think, when this happens? Uh, probably fourteen. Fourteen? Fourteen, fifteen. Wow, that's pretty young. Now, in high school, what crews do you join? Do you join any new crews or...
1: Yeah, i was from TRL, like during junior high. Like maybe like seventh, eighth grade. And um, when I was in high school, I joined uh, TOK. Mm,
0: I see. Yeah. Were you TOK all throughout high school? Yeah. What other writers do you meet in high school? Um, any any uh, any friends you had or writing buddies who would be your closest friends in high school? I to go writing like to the, um, rise T.O.K.
1: some do setter uh, some elos those guys were they, were they were bombing back then like they had a little run um, just everyone for T.O.K. really was T.O.K. the biggest crew in Garfield back then, would you say? Not really. Like, I don't know what crews were right there. Um, there were other crews, but it was just like, a little different. And, like junior high, like, you could tell like what crews were there. And in like, high school, everyone
0: was just like, doing their own thing. Like, there was a few crews, but like, nothing big. While at Garfield, what would you say was your best memory in high school? Uh, all the writing, just the graffiti. Just meeting ne- everyone and going out writing. Around this time, this is also when those Fox 11 tag- Tagger special reports were coming out on TV. Do you remember watching those? Um, I think I watched them after. I didn't even notice that, honestly. Do you remember hearing about Chaka on the news getting busted back in that era? I think that was before my time. Like, What year was that? Like, Early 90s, mid-90s? Like, I started 95, like...
1: I heard of him, but like, I, I don't remember seeing that on TV. What had you heard about Chaka? Do you remember?
0: Just that he killed a Five, up and down the Five, and they got caught up. After writing the name Thus, when do you first consider writing Dr. One? What made you decide to change your name to Dr. One? In the seventh grade, I was like 12. Um, it's kind of my, it's my real name, like,
1: it has to do something to do with my real name, and I had it on my backpack. And some chick told me, like, what do you think, you're a doctor? I was like, what? And I was like, I thought, you are like, just a dumb chick, you know, like, whatever. And um, on the way home, on the school bus, I was like, looking at my backpack, I was like, damn, that's a tight name. And from right there, I started writing doctor.
0: So you would have never changed your name from thus if it wasn't for that comment yeah, in your backpack? Much. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Once you start writing Dr. One, do you tell your friends right away that you're changing your name? Do you keep it a secret? I tell my
1: brother and, like, in school, I wouldn't write Dr. One. I would just write it, like, on the street in East L.A. Because I, I felt like in school, it was, like, more just inside the school. And, like, they, everyone would talk. Like, tell the teacher or some of that. So I just kept it to myself. And I was writing, like, in, in the streets. You were writing
0: thus in School and Dr. One on the streets. Yeah. How does, how does everyone find out you're finally Dr. One and put the two together? Well, the dudes I would hang around,
1: like, my block, they all knew, like, I changed my name. And um, just in school, like just a few people knew about. Just kept writing
0: Thus, because they knew like it was just kind of a burn. And I was like, I'm keeping this name. What, why do you finally drop Thus? What what happens when you say fuck it? It's Doctor One. I leave junior high and hit high school. When you start writing Doctor One, what do you do differently than what you did with Thus? Is there a plan, a strategy to take it further? I think I I'll walk watch
1: I always catch a bus, so I couldn't. I didn't have like um. Access to the streets, really. But high school, it was was nearby, like probably two, three miles away from my house. So I'll go walking every morning. I'll take different routes, just riding and riding. Like some spots, I'll have like four or five spots on the same little corner. And it's just like that, just over and over and over.
0: Do you ever get busted on the streets by police at this time when you're riding, Dr. One? I got busted, but not with my name, just with the backpack full of cans. What happens?
1: Do they take you in? Do they give you a ticket? Yeah, they take me in. Like, I remember I had a sprained ankle. I wanted to go riding. I was like, man, like, it's pretty good. Like, you know, it's almost there. So I take off with the backpack full of cans. And I could have took off running, but I couldn't. My ankle was not like, 100. So I just threw them in the bushes, and they pulled up on me. And, yeah, they took me in. How do you get caught? Uh, what, what were you doing? Did I, you not see them passing by? Or I guess it was early in the morning. Like, probably, like, it was a tour The sun was already coming up. But uh, they noticed me, and, uh,
0: yeah, they pulled up on me. When they take you in, are you bailed out? Do they call your family? Yeah, they call my mom to pick me up. Does she bail you out? Do you spend days in jail? I'll just bail. They just come pick you up. Like as mm. a juvenile, they just get you out. What are you, what are you charged with? Do you get community service, a fine? I got um, charged with um, vandalism and vandalism tools. Do you end up doing community
1: service for that? Uh, nah. like um, I went to court to Eastlake. And we were waiting all day, and um, they never called my name. So they called me to the side. I had to go to another office, and they get a, n- a number to call. And I was like, well, you know, that's it's strange. I called it, and um, I guess it was like a pilot for um, Paramount Studios. And they, we, we did court right there. It was like um, 12 like, um, jurors of my peers, teenagers, and a judge, like this, right sitting right here. And my, me and my mom were on this side, and the jury was on that side. And I, we gave our case. My mom backed me up though, like about the cans, so they just got me. What what did your mom say about the cans? She said
0: you, she bought them for you or what? Nah, that I had them to paint
1: a bike, to paint Mm -hmm. bikes. So like, um, they dropped that, and they they just um, they charged, they dropped the. They dropped the
0: vandalism, and she got me with vandalism tools. So after you get caught, the criminal court sends you to a Paramount TV show. Yeah. a little where they handle your case. Yeah. And you get out, out of it scot-free.
1: Now, I had to do um, community service, and they put me on probation. But, like, they, like I tried to check into probation, and like, it never existed. Like I was like, what the hell? So,
0: when you do community service, do you meet any other writers there? Nah, uh, none. Like, when I, when I go do it, they're, like, um, just different type of kids but no writers. Getting caught with cans in school is is different than being arrested by the cops and going to court yeah what do your parents say when you're facing these uh serious charges at that time which i i'm pretty sure you thought they were very serious right
1: yeah um what did they say they didn't say much like i I could like i I felt like I, i was doing whatever i wanted to do at the
0: time after this uh run in with the law do you consider quitting then do you think about changing your lifestyle no, nah, not at all. Does anything change for you after getting arrested that first time? Just carry
1: less cans. Like, I had too many cans on me. I couldn't waste all of them. I just, that was just like, in my mind, I could waste all of them, but
0: I couldn't, just carry a couple
1: of them. That's about it.
0: Have you ever been injured while riding or almost died? Can you talk about a couple of those experiences? Uh, nah, never. Everything go, goes
1: smooth, pretty much.
0: Around this early time as well, Uh, For Dr. One, there was a rumor going around that Dr. One was really Chaka. Because you were killing the streets so hard, and Chaka's real name starts with the letter D and R. Do you recall this rumor? I never heard that one. You never heard it? No. Okay, moving on. In the early 2000s, your bombs and tags include DWK. Yeah. When do you join D.W.K.? Uh, well, I, this is my crew. I kind of started it in high school too, and um,
1: it was just, just me, kind of. I just right on the side of my bombs, and uh,
0: that was like in ninth grade. What so, does W. What does W.K. Sta- D.W.K. stand for? Death Wish Crew. What did What did your fellow riders from T.O.K. say when they see you hitting up D.W.K.? They were asking me what's that? And, like, all just let them know is that's my crew. That's about it. That's something I write. Do you get, do you recruit other writers into your crew? Or what are your plans for DWK? Yeah, I recruit a few people. I got, uh, the first one I got in was some dude Ouch!
1: He was a real writer, but he started writing. I was just, like, showing him how to do it. And um, that was the first guy. And then later on, like um, probably when I left Garfield, I started um, getting a few more people in.
0: How would they get in? Would you jump them in? Would you just no, check we were, out how they wrote? Yeah, how they wrote and just like how, like
1: like who they were and stuff like that. But that's like '03. Oh, maybe I started getting more people in.
0: Would you get these people in from school, from the streets in your neighborhood, or yeah, streets um, the streets of my neighborhood. Yeah, there's another figure in D W K. G's up. Yep. Can you talk about him? You always seem to hit him up on your throw-ups. Yeah. Why? Now, who's always rolling with me? Like like half the time he's with me. Just
1: he he just don't paint as often or he doesn't the desire. I am not sure. But he's always rolling with me.
0: Like half the time. <laughs> Actually many of your spots this year don't include a DWK. Are you still running the crew? What's the current situation? No, I'm not running that crew no more. I just I dropped it, just NCT you now. S- someone else
1: took over it, or is the crew dead now? The crew's not dead because we that Jesus is still writing it. Um, besides that, like the like who I had in, they're like uh,
0: either busted, dead, or just gone. Mm. Yeah. Now, let's move on to your NCT era. Now that you have your soon to be legendary name, Dr. One, you also join one of the most well-known crews in San Diego graffiti history, NCT. Yeah. How does that come about? Uh, that dude,
1: Sex, from NCT, he's the first one that got brought over here, I think. And um, he recruited me, like, in 04. I just got in and, yeah, it was matched up good.
0: Do you ask to get into NCT? Does uh, Sex NCT see you up and look for you and recruit you? How does that happen?
1: Yeah, I'm sure he seen me up, and um, yeah, he asked me to get in. I, I thought about it for a little while, and yeah, I just, you know, it was a good match. Do you remember first meeting Sex?
0: Uh, not really, but I remember, like, the first time painting with him. Before meeting Sex, had you heard of him? Yeah, I heard of him, yeah. What had you heard of him? What was his reputation on the street like? Well, I remember, like, in 03, um, I forgot who, I think it was
1: Fucked, uh, Ease. Maybe sex. Um, the the fourth guy I don't remember, but they came out on the news for hitting the heavens, and I noticed that. I, uh, and I had ran into all those guys in Home Depot, in the can section, and they're like, "Oh, it was, it was these dudes and shit." Like that's right. And then um, yeah, that's, that's
0: what I heard. I heard about them. Do you do you encounter them again? Do you guys switch phone numbers and information? How do you link up with them again to to get into the mix of NCT?
1: Yeah, that year I had ran into them a couple of times, and like I'm pretty sure that's what happened because I, I ran into the river at Home Depot like twice, and then
0: somehow we just linked up. And that first time you meet at Home Depot, how do you start communicating? Because usually writers avoid each other sometimes, you know, unless they hit each other up. Back you... then, I would I would um, I not be confrontational, but I'll just I would ask like, hey, "What you guys mm-hmm. write?" Like, yeah, yeah. What does NCT stand for? Nightmares come true? According to an interview, Sex, NCT, says the crew started in 1997 in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Can you confirm that? If he says it, it must be true. Do you know the history of NCT? No, nah, not all of it, no. Do you know who creates it? The, writer, the writer's name or the writers? I think Sky, NCT. I could be wrong, but I think that's, that's who started it. Do you know who some of the original members of NCT were? Uh, Sky, Pubes,
1: uh, I think Messer, um, Bear,
0: uh, who else is there? I one I remember right now. NCT, legendary graffiti letters, Nightmares Come True, an incredible name. Do you know who comes up with the letters and the name Nightmares Come True? You know, I say I don't, I don't. What did NCT originally stand for? Was it always Nightmares Come True? Yeah,
1: when I got in, that's the name, like, Nightmares Come True, and then it's other stuff, too, but Nightmares Come True.
0: What made you want to join NCT to begin with and not a different crew that represented Los Angeles? Before I was from NCT,
1: I had gotten to CDP, and I was like, that was a a crew i seen up, growing up, and when they asked me to get in, I thought, like, wow, you know, like, I want to get in, and when I got in, they were all cool, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And uh, I seen these guys coming up. Like, they were kind of new too, like fresh. And I just um, gravitated towards them. And uh, I dropped CDP and got into NCT.
0: How long do you represent CDP? Probably like a year, less than that. Who recruits you in, in CDP? It was uh, Twism CDP. How do you join? Does he just tell you to join? Do you have to complete missions? Or what, is, what are the requirements to join a crew like CDP in that era? That was like a 2003 that's like, the, like when I started coming out of East L.A. I got my first car and uh,
1: his brother went to school with my homie Belf and like his brother kept calling, hey tell to roll up, roll up and eventually I went to their house and we are chilling like, I think I went like, a few times and I, I got in and then I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get in," and like, it was cool. Just like they're all cool. I still talk to them. It just I, f- I felt better with um, NCT.
0: Can not you name some of the members in CDP back then? Because they were a huge known crew yeah. back then, doing giant rollers everywhere.
1: Yeah. Uh, like when I got in, they had, they had like a little meeting or a little get together. Like Zwick, Twism, Cal, uh, City, Sector was there. Um,
0: there was a bunch of dudes right there. They were pretty deep. How do you tell the CDPs that you no longer want to be in the crew? Is it kind of a a touchy issue? Is it, do they have their, do they have your blessing? Do you have their blessing? It was a touchy, but like, that's how I felt. So I, if that's how I feel, I'm going to just tell them, you know, I told them and that was about it. Who were some of the other writers in NCT when you joined? Was it a small crew? Was it huge? What, what was the... It was kind of small. Like It was a...
1: I can't remember what it was, Sex, actor, fucked, ease,
0: uh, gyre. Um, there a few of us. But... Does NCT have regular meetings in those days? Or how, does everyone just communicate through phone? How do you guys get together? We
1: have meetings, but... um. Like, we just hang out, like, here and there. Like, we like, little cr- different groups, but, like, we all,
0: like, link up. You mentioned sex brought NCT to Los Angeles. Yep. How does he get into NCT in San Diego to bring it to Los Angeles?
1: You know, I'm not even sure. I think he, he just went out there and met these dudes, and um, they got him in, and he lived out here and started up over, over here.
0: Are there still active members in San Diego who represent NCT? There is, yeah. Who keeps the crew alive there? Do you know? Uh, there's some dude, Bazaar, uh,
1: Baze, um, Pubes is out there, uh, who else is out there? Just a few
0: guys, yeah. Sex, NCT, a legendary figure on his own in graffiti history. What type of person is he? Can you tell us a little bit about him? He's cool, he's chill, he's a funny dude.
1: And when it comes to painting, back then, you know, he's he's not uh, painting right now. But he was always with it, like to go paint and just motivate it. Do the two of you ever go riding together? Yeah, we do.
0: Yeah. Where where would you go riding with him? Different spots, just bombing like different parts of the city. What was his um, take on graffiti? Would he just kill shit without giving a fuck? Would he be careful? Would uh would he plan his missions? Yeah, How- planned. He was cautious, but at the same time, like they're kind of hot spots, so. He- gotta have that. Just go for Gusto. Sex. NCT. For a while, it seemed he was up everywhere we turned. But he stops writing. Do you know why he stopped? Why does he retire and put his cans down? I'm not
1: sure. I don't think I was around for that when, he, when that happened. So, I'm not even sure. I didn't even ask him.
0: Another well-known writer in NCT is fucked. Yep. Do you remember first seeing him up? Yeah. Just, what, what were your thoughts about him? And what was his reputation on the street? He, he just killed. And then, like,
1: um, I've come to find out he was um, he wrote another name back then in East L.A. because he's from East L.A., or Royal Heights. And I would see him up back then when I was younger. He's a little older than me. And just, uh, but he, he would kill. And he's one of the guys I see on the news in
0: 03. What would Fucked Right? Can you share that with us or No. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to share that or not, but... I understand. Yeah. Were you in NCT before Fucked or after? After, yeah. What type of person is he? Can you describe him as well? Yeah, he's cool, chill, outgoing. Do you ever go riding with Fucked? Uh, I'm sure I have, like, not too many times, but I'm sure I have. Again, NCT crew known for legendary graffiti writers. And Fucked was up everywhere. Yeah. What happens for him to stop writing as well? Why does he retire? Is he retiring? I don't now? think he's retired. Like, um,
1: I, I think I, can, I went out um, This year I was out with him. Called the 101. So
0: he's still out there. In a 2006 interview, Fucked, Sex, and Actor from NCT mentioned that graffiti kept him out of gangbanging. Mm-hmm. Would you say it did the same for you? Uh... Not really, no. (laughs) Somewhat, but not, no. Has NCT ever battled any crews?
1: Not that I know of. Not that I was involved in. I don't think so, no.
0: Now, once you have the name Dr. One and you're in this up-and-coming crew NCT full of heavy hitters, what becomes your goal at this time? Just to smash, try to get up as much as possible. What motivates you to hit the street so hard at this time?
1: It's just what I do, I guess. That's what I like doing. That's what I love doing.
0: As you climb higher in the ranks of graffiti, your name's everywhere. Is there something during your career that happens which makes you realize you're one of the biggest writers in graffiti at that time? I don't
1: think I ever realized that. Like, I, just, I was just doing it. Like... Like, all this, this whole time of writing, I don't really feel myself as um, being one of the most up. But
0: I know I'm up, but not like that. Just, I just go out there and do my thing. In the early 2000s era of Dr. One NCT, who are some of the other writers killing the streets? Can you name a few that you would see when you would go bombing?
1: Like, when I started coming out of East LA, like, when I, like when I started venturing to downtown Berkeley, I remember that dude on um, Raylos. Yeah, mm. that shit killed already, the downtown kid. He had that killed um, some dude, Rennish, from NHC. Mm. Um, shit, there was a bunch of dudes, like, uh, who else? That dude, Keen, from p and He had gang tags. That's like when I was in high school. And, um, just a bunch of dudes, like, a lot of names.
0: Have there been any writers that have inspired you that you always get a kick out of seeing on the streets?
1: Like, when I started writing, like, in 95, like, that's when I, I think I was, like, the most influenced. Like, once I hit high school, I just, I was just doing my own thing. I wasn't really paying attention to whatever else was doing. But, like, when I started, like, that's, I think, back in 95, and I'll see, um, that do Grey, Spare, and, like, Solo and them. They kind of, that's where I was influenced. I never, I don't know those dudes and shit, but that's what, um, like, 11 years old, when I started um, writing, that's what I seen, and that's what I wanted to do.
0: You're writing everywhere, you're getting up consistently. Who would you say has been your most consistent writing partner over the years? Have you ever had a consistent writing partner?
1: I don't think I have. Like in 03 I had a couple of guys, but um which was um my homie Balf, CERN, and my homie um Jesus. But um CERN, he passed away in 05. Balf joined the the gang in the neighborhood and then uh G's up just like um just chilled he wasn't really
0: painting but uh I just go back and forth or just by myself I'll go out. Around 2007 we first started seeing you out riding with a new up-and-comer at that time Rackle MTA how do you two meet? Uh, I don't remember
1: how I met her but um I know we met like a few times and then we started painting, but back then she was an MTA, but, yeah. Do you remember what crew was she from? Was she a one She was
0: from, uh, CTE? Would you know, does she ever tell you how she got the name Rackle?
1: She did, but, um,
0: I can't, you know, I can't share that. I understand. Yeah. Can you tell us about first going writing together with her? Do you remember your first mission? I remember the first mission, but I don't remember what we got. Like, do, you, do, you, do the two of you ever get busted together or end up in the hospital with injuries? No, I never. Everything went smooth. Like, during this time that you and Raquel are riding together, does she join MTA and tell you about it? I started riding with her like in 07. I met her in 0, end
1: of 06. And started writing with 07. She was at MTA. She got into MTA recently. Mm. Like last
0: year. I see. Yeah. So when you're out riding with Rackle, why doesn't she ever join NCT? Is there a discussion about it? Not really. I don't really. Like, when I go riding with someone, I don't, I'm not looking to recruit anyone. I just go riding with them. This leads me to my next question. Can you name a few of the female riders you've seen throughout the years that you've noticed on the streets getting up? Do you notice female riders at all?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a few. Um, I guess that chick tried back then, like, well, she'll get up, like, when I started writing, I'll see her up. Uh, that's what I remember. Uh, that's pretty much it, like, yeah.
0: Now, during your rise to the top, a few things happen. First, your name, Dr. One, is seen in a, Christina, in a Christina Million video for the song Say I. Do you remember seeing that, and what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I remember seeing it. Um, you can't see the whole thing, but I could see it. As you see like, the, the D, the R's right in the middle. I could see it. Um, I thought it was cool. I wish the whole thing
0: came out, but it was pretty cool. Who tells you about it? Do you accidentally see it? What happens? I think some chick tells me about it. I go check it out, and yeah. Do you get reactions from the streets? Do your friends bring it up? Do other people notice? That one never got brought up. Then, in 2007, your name reached new heights of infamy when your LA river bomb was featured in the first Transformers movie. How do you first find out about your cameo?
1: I didn't find out until it was on DVD. Um, My homie was in prison and he called me from prison Tell me that, he, that our stuff came out on, on Transformer. like, what? I'm going to go buy
0: the DVD to watch it. And yeah, it was right there. Who was your homie? Uh, the homie Valve. Nice. How do your fellow writers react? Is it just the two of you that noticed? Do, do other people come forward letting you know about it? Yeah, that, that one everyone was telling me about it. Wow. Yeah. Do people treat you differently because of your new movie star fame? No, nah, I don't think so, now. Nah. As I mentioned... As you're rising to the top and at the pinnacle of your graffiti career, you seem to suddenly disappear in the mid-2000s. What happens? Can you tell us why you yourself stopped writing? Yeah, 2008, I went to
1: jail, and I was facing a pretty serious crime. And I was right there uh, fighting for like two years. And I went to trial, and I was found out guilty, so I got out. But um, when I got out, I wasn't really doing a graffiti. I wasn't focused on it at all. And then, um, probably that year I got out, I had my son and just started raising a family. That. I had my son and then my daughter like four years later. I was just raising my kids. Yeah. I was in the like, graffiti was like an afterthought, kind of.
0: Is your arrest graffiti related it's or not, no? It's not. I understand. For how long after this incident do you stay retired?
1: I got arrested in '08. I got out in 010 and I still
0: retired till last year, 2021, that's like 13 years. Wow, during this time, do you keep track of the streets uh, and who's getting up or are you just not caring? No, I'll keep track, but not like that, so like I'll just, whatever
1: I will see and like I wouldn't notice too much, just just like the, um, yeah, I would, I, would, I would keep track, but not like that, I would
0: just pay attention to it, but. Not too much. What are you up to during your retirement? Um, do you miss the street? Do you get itchy finger? What, what's uh, going through your mind? Are you done forever with graffiti at that time? I was raising a family, and um, I would get itchy fingers, and I would want to go riding, but
1: um, it just never happened. I remember I would buy cans during that time. So I had a little six-pack of cans, but I would never use them. I had streaks. I would never use them. They were just right there sitting. But I would buy them, but
0: just wouldn't use them. During the lockdowns of the pandemic, we start seeing Dr. One again on freeways, streets, the billboards. What brought you back out to the streets again? Yeah, I wanted to
1: come out. I think I, like in 2019, I, I wanted to come out. I remember going to the river just to uh, try to do a bomb, and I couldn't do it. Like I was just like getting frustrated. And then like, I know like 2020 came, and it was all the shutdowns. I see a bunch of guys come out. I was just watching that, like, damn, that's, that's tight. And um, I think I waited until the next year of uh, 2021 in the summer. That's
0: when I came out. Do you practice? You said you went to the L.A. River, but yeah. it wasn't coming out good. Yeah. Do you practice before hitting the streets, or you just go out? Um, well, the first spot I got, was just kind of like, I just went for it. And it was kind of a chill
1: spot. It was, it was a uh, river spot, too, on the side of the river, in the tracks. And um, I was right there, like, trying to get it to look decent for, like, a couple of, like, more than a couple hours. Just going back and forth on it. I was already ready to give up. Like, man, you know, like, this ain't for me no more. But I just kept going at it. A um, little encouragement, you know, and um, just finish, finish it up. Got it <laughs> done.
0: What actually happens to spark that interest and go back out? Do you see someone up? Does someone say something to you? Had uh, you been thinking about it for months, weeks? I was thinking about it, um,
1: like, uh, 2021. I was, like, uh, maybe, like, a few months before my first bomb. I was catching like, tags here and there. I remember, like one Sunday, I was out. I drove around like, for four hours, and like I didn't, I kind caught of, kind of, like one tag. Just like the rust, the nerves, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, damn, like this used to be so easy. And uh, yeah, I wanted to come out, and uh, I just like some personal issues happened, and which helped me just come out, how I came out.
0: Now that you come back to the streets and you're a family man. Do you give any consideration to that and your kids and getting busted? Are you more cautious now that you have so much on the line?
1: Yeah, I'm cautious. I, I I'm still raising my kids. It's just I have like, um, more time on my hands. Like I have my kids half and half. And uh, on my free time, that's what I do, just graph pretty much.
0: When do you officially return? Do you remember the month, the year, the date? The tags, I don't remember the dates, but it's like, um, I remember my, my first
1: bomb, it was in the, maybe in July or June, the
0: middle of June or beginning of July. When you make your comeback and catch that first spot, is that the only spot you catch that night or do you go riding the whole night?
1: No, it was a day spot, it was in the tracks. You could see it from um, the 7th Street Bridge, it's right at Rocking Still. And uh, now like, um, I probably chill for a couple of days Probably caught some tags and then I went back out again and probably like three days later, caught a freeway.
0: In this current era, we see you catching a lot of freeway Caltrans signs. Why is that? Why are they your favorite right now? Are they your favorite?
1: They are my favorite. Um, I just wanted to get the freeway signs. I started just like, thinking about getting the freeway signs, the green ones. And um, I remember the first one, the Caltrans I got, and I, I remember that, the other ones got buff and that one stood i like, all right, and I caught the other ones. That ones I caught more, and they just kept staying. And they've been, all of them have been rocking.
0: We also see you on billboards, spelling your name, D-O-K-T-E-R-1. Were you always catching billboards, or is this new? I will catch billboards. I started catching billboards maybe like in, um, O-3. Do you remember your first billboard? Um... I don't, no, I don't. What's the most dangerous part of catching billboards? Probably just getting up or probably getting down It's the hard part. Do you have a memorable billboard story where you've almost fallen, almost been caught and got away?
1: Uh, in downtown, we, right there on, um, I think it's where Spring and I think it's May, where it splits. There's a billboard right there on top of the apartments. There's like an old four five maybe. I was going up there with my homie CERN. We got up there, and um, we started. We had just started our tags, and we already seen the cops down there. And um, so we, we get our, gather our stuff, and we see the ghetto bird on top of us. And uh, we just run off, go through the fire escape, hit the alley. We, had, we were on bikes. Got our bikes and just headed back to East L.A. And like from the Olympic Bridge, we look back, and you, you see the, the, the bird circling. Wow. We were, we were gone already.
0: Wow. Uh, clean, clean getaway. Yeah, clean getaway. When you complete a mission, billboards, freeways, whatever it may be, how do you celebrate? Is there a ritual after you get home safe? Nah,
1: no ritual, just happy as hell after we're done.
0: On January 1, 2022, you painted a three-color bomb on the side of an abandoned building and numbered it one out of 100. Why did you number it? What's your goal with these numbers? I wanted to reach 100 by the end of the year, but it's not going to happen. Like, I'm going to uh,
1: restart that next year. I, just didn't the- have, I didn't have the time to do it. Like Other things came up, and I like, I'm just started tagging more than bombing. So I'm going to pick that up again probably next year.
0: The highest number of bomb we found was number 26. Yeah. What number are you currently on? That was the last one. <laughs> yeah. What's your goal now when you reach 100? What happens? What are you working towards? Just to get 100, see how long it took. I know when
1: I already came out in 21, it was, I did like, I only was out for like six months, so the summer to the end of the year. And I think I got like 56. So that's why I want to get to 100 by summer, but it didn't happen. Retry it again next year.
0: Why don't you number the Freeway Caltrans signs as well? When I started, I wasn't really keeping track. It just, like, kind of just happened. And like, when I started
1: noticing they were running, like, little by little, I was, like, doing both, and I just started focusing on that.
0: Do you ever drive by your spots to check if your name is still up or if someone went over you? All the time, yeah. Usually, like, where where, um, where I tag
1: or anything like that, it's, like, the route where I'm going to work. So I, want, I like to see myself up. So, like, I take, like, different routes to work or, I like, work different spots, and um, that's how I find
0: spots and I wanna see myself up on the way to work. Does anyone still go over you, uh, either on purpose or accidentally, or do you see uh, more respect put on your name?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen no one go over me. Um, So yeah, I guess respect.
0: As you said before, you're known to go out writing in the daytime. Um, When you do your big bombs on the street, do you also go out in the daytime, What's your strategy when going out daytime bombing? I just get to the
1: spot and I just kind of feel the vibe. And like some spots, I think they're safer during the day than the night to get away with just because of the area. And it seems easier
0: sometimes. Most of your bombs are bold, giant letters, DR and the number one. Why do you replicate this bold style with three or five colors? Do you have a philosophy behind it? Nah, just like, that's what I like seeing. Like, that's why I like doing, that's what I like seeing, like, when people do that. Many of your bombs have included rest in peace tags, remembering writers like CERN, Buck, Noter, and Oops. Who were they? And how would you like each one of them to be remembered?
1: They were um, guys that grew up, like, they grew up right there in my neighborhood. Um, how to remember just. They're not.
0: They weren't well known, but um, they're just all cool-ass dudes. Now, I'd like to speak on today's era of writers. What are your thoughts on today's graffiti culture? I think it's good has its good and its bads. Like,
1: there's quality writers out there that are putting in work, and I think it's like it's always like that. There's always uh, some good guys and um, not so good, and um,
0: it's pretty good overall. I'm happy with it. Can you compare the two eras of graffiti you've been a part of? How how do they differ, or how are they similar? I think now it seems like a little more calm. Like just
1: the spots, everything's like pretty smooth. Back then it was just like a little more hectic, just
0: more cops, more gangs, more more everything. Who are some of today's writers you enjoy seeing up? Are there any? Uh. Well,
1: dudes from my crew like Click Seven. They like begin getting the heavens. I like that shit. And uh, who else? Mm, shit. There's a few um, that do Rose. I, I've been seeing that guy up a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think who stands out. Uh, that do merch. See that dude up? Oh. Uh, There's a a bunch of
0: dudes, I just can't uh, think of them right now. You mentioned Click and Seven, two writers who are killing the streets right now, also representing NCT. Um, Have you been writing with Click or Seven? I have, not too often, but we go here and there. How do they join, how does Click join the crew? Do you know his origins?
1: Yeah, um, he got in like right after me. He's from, I don't remember how, I think Sex got him in as well. And like, we, we had a little get-together, and we got him in, and he's been in for, ever since, like, oh, oh,
0: four? Did Click, has Click been consistently writing, or these last couple years has, has he been going harder?
1: Yeah, I think he had, like, stopped for a while, and he came back, like, in, um, I'm not sure the year, maybe 2018, 2019, came back.
0: Yeah, he seems to be hitting uh, billboards yeah. really hard. Yeah. Also, another figure is Seven. Can you talk about him? When does he join the crew? Uh, I'm not too sure because I, I wasn't like really around when he got in. Is but, is he also, is he a veteran of NCT now? Is he a new member? Would you say? He's newer, yeah. Aside from writers today, can you name a few crews that are making their mark now that you see? A few crews? Like, yeah, upcoming crews or. Any crews? Are there any crews that catch your eye now? Who are putting in work that you uh, that you enjoy seeing? Uh,
1: well, there's a few crews out there, like the OTRs. Uh, who else? The
0: MTAs. Colt.
1: Mm. Yeah, like those crews right there.
0: As a matter of fact, right now that you mentioned MTA, I'm not sure if you heard the news, but. TKO and MTA have decided to set their differences aside and squash a 20-year beef. Do you have any thoughts about that? I'm pretty sure you saw them crossing each other out for the last 20 years. Um, Yeah, I've seen it. I guess
1: it's a good thing, I guess. Yeah,
0: focus their energy on um, just graffiti, getting up. You've definitely made your mark in graffiti history. You've hit the streets harder than most during your career. Who would you credit for inspiring you when you were coming up and making a name for yourself?
1: Again, like when I was 11 years old, like those people I seen up, like in Boyle Heights, East L.A., those
0: those guys. You mentioned earlier your brother starting the first crew, inspiring you, you joining his crew. Now that you're a legendary figure in Los Angeles, what is his opinion on how far you've come? Do you guys talk about that?
1: Nah, no, we don't really talk about it. He just sees that, oh, I see you up here and there. But um, we don't really get into it like that.
0: What do you feel has been your biggest accomplishment in graffiti?
1: Probably that roller that came on the Transformers. That's probably my favorite one right there.
0: Are there any regrets or wishes uh, that you would have done something different in your graffiti career?
1: Not really, I just, like, it would have been dope if I had someone to guide me, because I was just, like, kind of out there just learning my, on my own. But
0: that's about it. How would you like to be remembered in L.A. graffiti culture? Just someone that has heart, that's out there killing it. We always like to ask our guests, um, can you give us a top five list of your favorite L.A. graffiti writers ever? Or your Mount Rushmore of yeah. graffiti writers, who would you consider the top five to ever do it? Damn. Uh,
1: I like to get to a gray that do spare. Um, I seen that do air up. Uh, shit, who else was there? I remember with the tagging, there was some dude, uh, K9er with the flares. That shit, I liked that before. Uh,
0: the fifth one?
1: That's about it, that's what I like, um, There's a bunch of them, but like, I remember those right there.
0: I understand, man, that's yeah. a great list either way. Now, if you could say anything to future generations of writers who see this video of you, what would you like them to know about you? Or what would you like to say about them to guide them in their future career?
1: Just, there are rules, just follow the rules, and besides
0: that, just get out there and get up. Dr. One, this has been a great interview. Thank you for sitting down with us and um, letting us, and sharing with us your legendary graffiti career. Uh, Before we end this, would you like to give any shout outs uh, to any, uh, to anyone? This is your time. Uh, just shout out to my crew, NCT, it's Click, Seven, Sex, Fucked, Gyre, Argon, those dudes. What yeah. does the future hold for Dr. One?
1: Just keep going out there and continue. I don't see a end right now,
0: so just continue. Dr. One, thank you for joining us and sharing your legendary career with our viewers. We look forward to seeing you killing the streets, and having you back for an update. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This has been the legendary Dr. One NCT.